This is Level Up Success Podcast with Neth and Truth. Hey, how you doing, friends and family? This is the Level Up Success Podcast. And welcome to another episode where we always bring knowledge and power to our listener. So tell me, Nate, how are we going to start this now? How you guys doing today? Um, We're very excited and actually invested in, in this uh episode that we're having today uh, you know we have somebody um that we believe is somebody that could educate us and that you know somebody that we're gonna learn from today so um you know before we get into uh, what we're gonna talk about today why don't you give the audience your name and your background uh well first of all thanks for having me guys uh my name is diego aka dandy in the bronx Born and raised in uh, Bronx, New York, Hunts Point, your, <laughs> and uh, I am a, uh, I'm, yes, yes, and I am a uh, full-time uh, fashion and gaming content creator. Okay, okay. Um, what what nationality are you? Where, like, where are you from? Like, soy Ecuadoriano. Ah, I mean, I like. All right, cool, cool. So, um, <laughs> wait, so you were born and raised in the Bronx. Yeah, born and raised in the Bronx. Yeah, so uh, technically on paper, I'm American, of course, mm. uh, but uh, my family's from Ecuador. Uh, but uh, yes, born and raised in the Bronx. I went to uh, St. John Chrysostom in Hoe Avenue, and I went to Cardinal Hayes as well. All right, all right, all right. So yeah, no, um, and the reason why we say we we're invested in in today's segment is because, like, you know, like as you can see, we're podcasters. You know, like we're learning the trend, how everything works, and you know, and you have in the game. Like, how, how long do you have in the game? Uh, how long I've been in? Yeah, yeah, yeah. French, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, 2014. That's when I decided to. Uh, quit my day job and try to pursue this life wow so nine years so yeah so you've been in nine years so that means you you have a lot of intel and a lot of uh, knowledge that you could share to us today so that's why i'm very um or we are very excited about today's segment hey what what but before we talk about that like what did you do before like what what was your job before um doing what you do now yeah so when i um, when I was younger, I wanted to become a teacher. Now, that was the whole the whole plan. I wanted to specifically teach preschool. You know, I felt as a Latino male teacher, I wanted to show you know kids a good example. I really had a had a really bad um, I don't know. I, th- I had some really bad teachers <laughs> growing <laughs> up, and uh, I never wanted anyone to ever feel that way. So I kind of got um, interested in education, specifically early childhood education. I wanted to teach the babies. I want to teach young kids birth to second grade. That's where I have my uh, certification. Uh, So I have my bachelor's in early childhood education. I have my master's in literacy education. That was going to be my goal. That's going to be my whole life. And I taught preschool for about three years until I fell into the world of influencer marketing. Okay. okay. Well, how do you fall into it in the world? Like, how did it... um how did when, it come about? Yeah, yeah how do you, do you saw the vision that that might be like your new future? I guess. Yeah. So uh, at my school, um, my kids were Latino, black, and I wanted to wear suits at school. Like I was really getting into wearing suits all the time. So I went to school, teaching preschool, wearing suits. And, you know, the parents loved it, you know, the, t- the t- everyone loved it there. And I started posting my outfits on Instagram. And back then I was also posting it on, on Tumblr, if anyone remembers that website. Yeah. And I started posting it a lot. I started making it a part of my life, just wearing suits everywhere. 
uh, hanging out with my friends, going to bars, restaurants, whatever. And I started posting it a lot on social media and people started following me. And then one day, uh, a brand DM'd me. They were like, oh, hey, Diego, we love your account. Can we send you a free tie? And at the time I was like, oh, that, that sounds amazing. I would love a free tie. But little did I know that they didn't send that tie to me because you know they liked me. They sent that tie because they saw I had an audience. They saw that I had, had followers, I had engagement. And they sent that tie to me, not because you know they wanted, you know, they liked me. They saw that I had an audience and I would be promoting their product, that I was almost like a billboard, if anything. Yeah. And I learned this thing was called influencer marketing. So I wanted to learn more about it because people were getting paid to do this. People were getting paid to post on Instagram, which nowadays that's like very commonplace, you know, being paid to post on social media. But back then I was like, what? This is a thing? So I decided to take a break from teaching. I took some classes in digital marketing to learn more about what goes behind the scenes. And I decided to take a break and say, hey, worst case scenario, I can go back to be a teacher. And uh, I haven't looked back since. And that's been 2014 since I, I left my teaching job to, uh, to do this. Wow, wow, man, that, that that is crazy. Um, like, so how long, like, how long did it take you to, to notice, like, okay, you know what, this this is it for me. Like, I I wanna I wanna continue doing this. Like, when when did that happen? Was it a uh one specific sponsor that came into play? Was it you know like did you see something in you that you said you know what man I, like this this is my niche? Like like what happened? What transpired? Yeah, it was a it was a combination of things. One was definitely I was being burnt out at my job. Like being a teacher full time was uh, was wrecking wrecking my body pretty much, and I was getting invited to these events now. Like uh, like while I was a teacher, I would be getting these emails saying like, oh, there's this GQ event, you know, you're invited. And I'll say, oh man, I I have to go. And then uh, I would go literally right after work, get to Manhattan, and. Uh, you know, meet other content creators, meet other influencers, meet uh, PR people, public relations people, people who work in the business. And I liked at the time getting all that free stuff and going to the events and everything. And then I wanted to do more behind the scenes at the time. I wanted to be the manager. I wanted to be the PR person for a, for a moment in time. So that's why I took a break from teaching to go pursue that. My initial dream was not just to be an influencer content creator. I wanted to be the manager. I wanted to manage influencers. So that was my initial goal before I decided to, to when I left teaching. Okay, okay. Let, let me ask you this. I mean, I, it's just something that just popped up in my head. Um, like, who who is the... Have you met anybody... Um, popular in, 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 in the industry or, or who's like the most popular person that, that you met uh, while doing what you're doing? Oh yeah. man. <laughs> so, oh man. Um, yeah. So like in my, in my journey as a, as a creator, I get invited to a lot of parties, yeah, yeah. events, um, social stuff. And I do get, get a chance to sometimes, you know, take a selfie or meet people. My, my one story I always bring up, um, about, uh, about my most craziest moment was, um, way back when, I got invited to an event for Armani Code, the fragrance. Mm. And at the time, the uh, ambassador for Armani Code was Ryan Reynolds. And, oh, wow. Uh, okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I, I got invited to an event for Armani Code. Me and some other influencers were invited. And Ryan, Ryan Reynolds was there. 
And so at, a, at near the near the middle of the event, um, everyone had a chance to like take a picture with Ryan Reynolds for a second. So this is back. This is when um, Deadpool two came out, and this is back when. Uh, Detective Pikachu was out, okay. and he was the voice of, of Pikachu in Detective. Wait, Pikachu wait, that, we we we're talking about the main guy, right? No, I'm joking. <laughs> 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 You're trolling. You're trolling me here, my friend. No, 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 no. I, I love Ryan Reynolds, by the way. Like, I, I am a fan of him. Yeah. And he, like, yeah, the way that he plays no movie too. Yeah, no, the, the way that he he could get mm -hmm. like in a scene where he's serious but comedic at the same time is like, yeah, absolutely, it's insane. It's insane. But yeah, no, no, proceed. Yeah. That's all. <laughs> no, 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 of course. No, no. So look, so um, I'm also a big fan of Pokemon. So uh, I knew he was gonna be at the event. So I brought one of my Pokemon cards with me. I brought a Pikachu card with me. Oh wow! Because my goal was to try to get him to sign it. So when it was my turn to like you know shake his hand, talk to him for a bit, I'm like, all right. I'm like, hey, you know, by the way, can you do this? And as soon as I was like pulling out my card, his manager like out of nowhere just came in and like came in there is like he's not doing that right now we're not we're not doing that right oh, now man. so completely stopped me from getting my card signed by him but at least i got a picture with ryan reynolds he's exactly like he is on tv or whatever but uh yeah that's one of my one of my favorite moments i always like to bring up all right awesome awesome man yeah no nah, I, I mean like i said i am a fan of brian reynolds and i see like he he's very smart with with what he does like you know even i, I made the joke with with the mid mobile but that's that's a genius job i mean he's getting paid just for for endorsing um with with uh mid mobile you know what Boy, I mean? he so, did that with another a no, company absolutely. too he done a couple of company people will talk about me is the one that he's been most successful but he talk about it. He, he's, he's like investing in small company put his name advertise it once he grow i mean that's a good on. idea he's so small yeah, dude yeah. Pe people only think about him at the actor but people don't know him as the a businessman it, it come with anything even with um doing influence i tell other people that do that follow influence they only talk about the business side but if you know the business side you could make money like you were saying you think it, when you first started when you transition for a teacher to inf influence you realize, wow, there's money to me. Yeah. And that's how people get don't really know about no, the money. And another guy that does this is uh, Shaquille O'Neal. You know, shout out to Shaquille O'Neal, man. Like he's he's a genius. I mean, he 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 uses his image to to expand on on different businesses and helps businesses grow in the meanwhile. So it's you know, like um I, I see that they, we're living in a world now that we're we're you know, more people are given the opportunity now to to be able mm -hmm. to to um, you know, like uh expand their brand, you know, be influencers and expand, you know, so, you know, it is a great time for us. And, you know, which is why, like I said, I'm excited to have you in here and, you know, talk to us a little bit about it. So my question now would be like, has there been any like challenges that you had to overcome while going through what you're going through? Yeah. Uh, you know, honestly, the, the biggest challenge when you are, you know, a, a business owner, a small business, and you're pretty much, you're doing this by yourself and you're only limited to the amount of energy and work you put into it. Uh, I am my own boss. So if I mess up, it's my fault. And that's, you know, that's pressure. And also, I have to make my own hours. I'm always on. So you're always working. And that's a big problem of my own that I have to know how to turn myself off. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, when you're a small business owner, when you're a creator, when you're, you know, you have your own little store, you're you are always working. You are always on. And 
you, your success is based almost around that. So you have to learn how to juggle free time, you know, pleasure, working, doing other things. So that's my biggest issue right now, just trying to manage all that and still uh, stay human. No, much. yeah, no, and, 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 and it is something that, like, as humans, we have to learn to do when, when we're, because what you're saying is basically your own business, you're self-employed. So it's on you whether you're going to, uh, you know, pro, uh, produce or not. Okay, Diego, um, I got one question. When you got into influential, do you have to go how to do the recording, the editing? Because that's one of the first things that I had to do when we started the podcast. I think you know too much about editing video. I know about audio because I always work on music. But with video, that was something pretty new. So how was the process when you first started recording yourself and getting the what type of camera to get? Because you know that there's many different type of cameras, many different type of microphone, all the setting, the lightings. There's a lot of things that people don't realize that go behind the scenes. Yeah, yeah, I know. Absolutely. Uh, when I first started, uh, it was only photography. So back then when Instagram was only a photography website. So I, you know, was trying to learn how to take better photos. And at the time, it was a lot of, you know, iPhone stuff. But eventually, as I started wanting to be more professional and be taken more seriously, you know, I started, you know, investing in like a real camera. I think my first real camera was a Canon EOS 70D. That was my first real like DSLR camera and trying to figure out how to like take photos of myself or give it to someone else, give it to like another friend or I, you know, hold it this way, target me this way, press the button, whatever. And then eventually, you know, when I would have a, a big project and, and I would have a budget hiring people. So that was also a big part of my business is that I knew I couldn't do some things by myself, that I, I had to outsource certain aspects of it. So hiring a photographer, hiring a videographer, um, trying to shoot multiple outfits in one day, trying to do multiple, you know, uh, campaigns, multiple locations all in one day. So you don't waste time. Um, eventually when video started, uh, becoming more and more popular online, you know, shifting my resources to that, how do you even do video? How do you do selfies or whatever? Uh, luckily cameras on phones have gotten a lot better since then, since then, you know, honestly, I would think today is like the perfect time to get into creating content with your phone. If you have a, if you have the latest iPhone, like the 14 or 15, when it comes out in the future, or if the latest galaxy or the latest pixel, you technically already have the greatest tool to your disposal to create content. And another thing I feel that has changed a lot in the whole world of content creating, it's less about looking professional, if that makes sense. Uh, people like the rawness, people like off the cuff, people like organic. People, at the end of the day, they like you for you. Now, of course, if you have some kind of idea of a show you want to make, then obviously go for it. But I think what stops people from actually creating content or doing video or just taking a picture of themselves is just themselves. You just have to make content. You have to just take a photo. You just have to take a video. You just have to do it. And I think that's something I'm even learning today to not be so scared of just taking pictures of myself. But yeah, it comes with a whole, it's a, it's a learning process because back then I didn't know how any of this worked. I didn't know about ISOs, aperture. Um, I didn't know about uh, focal lengths or anything. It was pretty much just watching YouTube videos and just pressing buttons and hoping for the best. Like I didn't have Photoshop. I didn't have Lightroom, Final Cut, all these apps. It was just pretty much just experimenting. And 
I always tell people, you got to experiment first, you know, figure out what you want to do and just play around with the apps and just figure out how you, what you want to do. And, um, yeah, I'm still learning today. I'm, I'm no pro like to even like what you see right now on my own social media or this call in this podcast right now, it took me a while to get here to figure out what, what lightings I like and whatever. So uh, it's something you have to keep working on, keep practicing, watching videos and you just got to keep learning how to do it. Um, do you feel like in this media, when you do us influ influential, that thing is always changing. Like you always got to learn new stuff because you, like you said, some people don't post enough because they're overthinking or overproducing. Mm -hmm. So what would you at least advise people like that? that because I know people that want to do stuff, but they won't do it because it doesn't come out perfect. Like when, mm, when yeah. me and Nate, When they I uh, first started the podcast, our first episode was not perfect. I I'll tell you right now, but we did it because we decided to be consistent. Because if we were overthinking, uh, so let's just put it out where it's perfect. We wouldn't ever come out with an episode. Like every I noticed that every time we pull out an episode, we keep getting better and better. And that's one thing I'll tell most of the people when we mean because we, since we started the podcast, we noticed that more people is asking us. Um, what can I do so I could start the podcast? I'm pretty sure you get the type, same type of question, like, what can I do so I could be an influencer, so I could do this and that? So what type of advice will you, I think, would give them? Yeah, so what kind of advice would I give to someone who wants to do this kind of work or get into this? Um, and as you mentioned before, feeling that you want to be perfect. You're yeah. always learning. Like, of course, my first post looked like crap, you know? So, like, I'm still learning how to take okay photos. I'm still learning about my own personal style. Is it perfect? No. Is it, do other people like it? Yeah, some people like it, you know? Sometimes we are our own worst critics, and you have to get out of that, you know, that mindset. You just have to make something and keep trying until you figure it out. Um, if you're a small business, you know, practice, look at what other creators are doing, what other small businesses are doing, emulate it to try something new. Like when I was a, when I am still a content creator, I still get influenced by my own peers, my, uh, my other influencer friends. Like, oh, hey, that was a really cool pose they did. Oh, that's a really cool location they shot. I'm going to try something similar on my next photo shoot. Um, For you guys, maybe you see something a, a podcaster did. So, oh, they, they did this really cool little clip. We should try that out next time, taking notes. You know, you should have like a book somewhere or a notes app on your phone and be like, all right, here are, you know, 10 ideas that I saw someone else do and I'm going to try them myself. I do that actually with a lot of my ideas with reels that I try to try new things. Like I will, I have a notes app on my phone that it's like, okay, I saw someone do this. I'm going to try this. I saw someone do this or... I'll, I'll be in the middle of the night. You have a good idea. You got to write that down somewhere. Always be writing down your ideas, writing down stuff that you might be thinking, and then just try it. Just try it. Like if you're just waiting for like, all right, I can't shoot until I have the best camera. I can't shoot until I have a, like a Sony thing. I can't shoot until, you know, I have a, a lighting thing. You got to, you just got to stop. Because if you keep waiting for that next moment, that next moment is going to keep getting pushed forward and forward and forward until one day you're just going to be like, you're not going to do it. This is not for me. And, and uh, you just got to sit down and be like, actually do something, you know, whether it be a podcast, whether you're doing a fashion channel, whether you'd be doing a food channel or whatever. If you're like, let's make an example. If you want to be a food content creator, 
Next time you go to lunch, next time you go to dinner of somebody, take some photos. Every, don't be embarrassed about it. First of all, everyone and their mom takes photos at restaurants now. So that's, don't, there's no reason to be embarrassed now. Taking fits of yourself in the streets. People make money taking pictures of themselves in the street. Don't be embarrassed. Take photos of yourself on the streets. Starting a podcast, you know, like get inspiration because there's so many other podcasts out there, but there's not people who are putting themselves out there to do it. Like you already guys, guys right here, you already made the first step. You are making a podcast. You're already doing more than more, more people. You're doing already more than most other people in your community already. Yeah. You already are making content, you know? So you are like that 1% of content creators who are already creating stuff. So just get your shell, get your phone, maybe get a tripod. If anything, maybe get a tripod with, with the clamp on it. Maybe, maybe that's the biggest, maybe that. That's going to be the biggest thing I could, I could say to buy. Tripod with a clamp on it, you know, you know, put your phone on it and be like, all right, today I'm going to tell you about this new hairbrush I got. Boom, content, post it. That's it. Okay, awesome. So I see when when I'm looking at um because I, I I've looked at your page, your Instagram page, and I see that um you know a lot of times you have you know you go to different restaurants, uh you know sometimes you know you put uh where, where you travel shopping, uh you know other time I seen you play um Pokemon Go, uh which um like what is your favorite thing to do out of all these things that you do like what which which is the one that stands out to you. What's the thing that stands out to me the most right now? Uh, I I would say right now I really appreciate going to new restaurants, trying new food. I really love that. Um, getting clothes, you know, I love getting a new suit. Um, I'm actually um, uh, I have a new post coming up soon. I have to fin actually, I just remembered. I have to edit this very soon. Uh, I I I took my dad out to get his first made-to-measure suit. So I got a suit for my dad. So I am going to make a reel about that, taking, getting him to get his first suit. Uh, so moments like that, bringing my family into it, getting clothing, getting nice clothing, uh, going to special events. And then um, right now, my, my next, my, my thing that I really enjoy as well is um, playing Pokemon Go right now. I play Pokemon Go live in the streets. So just meeting new people that way has been a lot of fun. But right now, I would say the food and... Uh, the the clothing are my favorite so far. I mean, I like the food post that you do because I'll be getting hungry every time I see. Oh man, I need to try this. I need to I try that. Then. I'm doing my job then. <laughs> um, which, which has been um. Well, I don't know if if you, you should even ask this. <laughs> which has been your favorite restaurant to visit? Oh, my favorite restaurant? Yeah, I can't say that. That would be that would be that would be a sac sacrilegious. You they're can, all my favorites. They're, say, all, yeah, they're exactly. all my pages. Say, oh, all my if, if it's on social media, it's my favorite. If it's on my social media, it's my favorite. <laughs> all right, awesome, awesome. I mean, but I, what I appreciate when I see that, I'm like, you know, there are really good restaurants in the Bronx that you could find. You know what I mean? And in New York, obviously. But I, mm -hmm. I and I was interested. I was interested in seeing how many good restaurants um, or good cuisines you have. They have within the Bronx that you could go and visit. So that was something that to me, you know, I. I I found of interest, you know, because, you know, like, you know how in the Bronx, we like the, the, the state that people mostly like frown upon, you know, like people out of, out of the state, you know, um, we get that stigma. So, you know, like, you just want to let people know, like there are some really good places out in the Bronx, you know what I mean? Like how, um, 
what are places that you like to visit within the Bronx? Like, you know, is there any place that you like to visit mostly when, when you're in, like, in the Bronx? Yeah, definitely. I mean, but you're, um, back to your previous question yeah, yeah. about the stigma. You're I'm absolutely right. That. You know, it, no, it, it's like when people think of the Bronx, they still have that, you know, that ghetto mentality, you know, when they, they think of the Bronx. And especially someone like myself, like when I mentioned, like, I'm from the Bronx, like, it's people like, what? What are you talking about? Mm-hmm. And um, my whole goal with my social media and, like, my, my account name, Dandy in the Bronx, is just showing that the Bronx is diverse. The Bronx has so many different kinds of people. They have people like myself. There are people that are street and hood here, and that's beautiful, you know? Yeah. We have so much culture and diversity here, and I just wanted to showcase that. And if you don't want to come visit the Bronx, fine. That's more stuff for us then, you know? <laughs> like, you know, people, like, especially like, oh, you want to go to Bronx? Oh, that's, you know, that's so far away. It's like, all right, good. Then go to Brooklyn then, you know what I mean? Like, I don't care. Like, let us keep our good stuff here. So in, in terms of visiting places, you know, it's just, it's just visiting the places that you don't normally think about. You know, like I, there's real, some good restaurants in Tarog's Neck. You know, there's some good restaurants in um, Van Cortland, like by the one train, like the last stop up there. Um, I also people forget, keep forgetting like um, Pelham Bay Park, like going there just to hang out, do exercise there. Like I like running and like doing some exercise, bicycling. Have you been a little pissy? You wouldn't think you wouldn't have been if you wouldn't be doing the influential thing. If that makes sense. Yeah. No, it makes perfect sense. Yeah. My, I think my craziest opportunity was um, a while back. Um, I got in contact with Qatar and I was able to go to see the Women's World Cup uh, in Lyon, France at the time. When wow. I say one. And I also got to see uh, Qatar for there for a couple of days. So that was a crazy opportunity to be in France and Qatar wow. in, in a week, within a week, um, thanks to Qatar Airways. So yeah, I would never have experienced that in my life if I was not a uh, influencer content creator person. <laughs> That's awesome, man. That's yeah, cool. like, we hoping we could do that when <laughs> we grow. <laughs> hey, you never know, you never know. You just gotta keep doing this and putting yourselves in, in you know, creating the right content, putting yourselves in the right places. You know, like I, like for example, that opportunity, I was invited to an event for Qatar Airways for the Women's World Cup. So I went to it and maybe I, I left a good impression uh, on the people there. Like I was taking pictures, I was, you know, taking selfies, you know, telling my audience about it. And uh, I'm assuming they liked it because I think a week later after that event, I got an email from them saying, hey, you know, with this opportunity coming up, uh, would you like to go? And uh, it's not, I didn't pitch myself for this. Uh, I didn't necessarily was asking for this per se. I was just there at the right place at the right time. And the right people were looking at my content and it helped me go to Qatar in France. Yeah. I'm like, I'm actually confident that we, that we're heading to the right path because what, what we have managed to do is that we have been meeting so many different people. Right. Mm-hmm. And you know, like we, we, and every single episode we are learning something, which is something that, you know, like we appreciate from every guest that came in and, and, you know, just a backstory on how we met you, right? Um, you know, like, uh, if you guys were t- to look at our previous episode we had, which uh, which was uh, Forever Nutrition, Forever Nutrition uh, you know, like, you, you were you were a guest uh, of, you know, his one-year anniversary 
of doing his business. And you know, you came in, and, you know, you gave you gave some commentary about about you know like his his product. And then from there we kind of connected. So it's like it, it, it lets it leads us to believe that we're heading in the right path. And you know, like, and it's something that we really enjoy. We enjoy mm-hmm. doing something that's helping the community because we also know that you know like somebody's gonna watch this, and you know they they're gonna they're gonna change something about their life for the better, or they're gonna be entertained with watching something that is like you know seeing growth within the community. So you know like, yeah, yeah. and we're just gonna meet. I, I just I just feel like we're gonna meet so many people. We already met some amazing people. Like for instance, we met somebody. Um, that gave us these, you know, that he's he does uh he does merch. So soon we're okay. gonna be having merch for people. So it's just like I said, it's just very exciting and, and I'm I'm sure we're just gonna meet more amazing people. And for us as far as now it's already a win. Because, you know, like um, you know, we, we got this amazing opportunity to to just uh, you know, share our thoughts and, and do what it is that we like. We like talking to people in the community about positive things that they're doing within the community. You know what I mean? So yeah, I'm like I'm 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 happy. I'm no, happy no, about, we ha- yeah. we are happy. Like, yeah. When we got this merch, we didn't even, even think about it. He did it as a gift because oh, the way amazing. we meet up and like we met him through another person too. Like the same way we met through through the foreign nutrition, we was in somewhere else and yeah, we be meeting a lot of people. We just say that the same way you have met a lot of people. We are now starting to because we only be doing it for a year, so I am feel like. We heading in the right direction, if that makes sense. So, hopefully, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, man. You never know. It, absolutely, you know, the thing is, you just you got you can't stop. You know, you obviously have something good at, with what you have right now, and the thing is now just fine tuning it. You know, honing your skills. Um, like for example, when you're posting on social media, when you are creating content, this is your chance to experiment. You know, you you guys are still young as a as a business as a podcast. So this is be your this is your chance to try new things, try new formats. And coming up in the next week episode, Dandy in the Bronx, you know, to be something of a, like an umbrella that has many different facets to it. So because you've seen somebody who's driven, and you know, like it doesn't seem like you're gonna stop where you are now. Uh, you know, like wh- what would be like your goals, like? Like, and like, yes, nowadays, I, there's so many, you know, creators of color and everything. And I love it. You know, we were recorded on YouTube, but it wasn't it was not something on demand.